This is Object to This, an Ace Attorney fancast, hook, line, and sinker. I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle, your trusty metal detector. And boy, do I have news for you. Oh my god, what? Nothing. <laughs> what? The one time that I let you do the news, and you, and you just smacked me in the face with it. Well, the reason we have no, we don't have, like, I don't have a reason we don't have news, but I want you to know that Jams is like, hey, you know why you're all so thirsty? You're so thirsty because this is, like, this the longest time we've been without a new game since, like, Apollo Justice to Duel Destinies. Oh. September 2015 is when they announced Spirit of Justice, and they released it in September of 2016. So it's been almost three years without new content for us. It's true. It's true. How are we supposed to keep producing this garbage if we have nothing? (laughs) Never fear. Jams has given us some talking points for this episode. Well, that's good. Would you like to hear the real not news before the week proceed? Which is... Absolutely. Okay. I mean, it's just that they're selling 75 centimeter plushies of the Great Ace Attorney people. On Ecamcom in Japan. That's the news. Uh, that's like that's like not even a whole inch, isn't it? Seventy five. Seventy five centimeters is pretty big, inches. I think. Is it? Let's 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 ask Google. Google and it's says a, it's, and it's oh. a main boy and bandana boy. Yeah, that's um twenty nine point five inches. That's huge. That's over two feet. <laughs> Well, they cost like three hundred dollars. So, and this is a which which guys you said? Bandana Boy and Grandpappy Phoenix. Uh, why? Why Bandana Boy is really my question. Yeah, why? <laughs> I mean, Grandpappy Phoenix is the main one. You'd think the other one would be Sherlock Holmes, but yeah, or or Main Girl. <clears throat> Yeah, or main girl. They got their little. They got little swords and shit. I mean, they're cute, but uh, this is also an illustration. I can't see what the real plushie looks like, and also like they have a illustration of what holding them looks like, which is pretty good because you can't tell if it's an adult <laughs> or a child. But it's like silhouetted. It's like a silhouette of somebody hugging it, and so it's not. I, I, it's indecipherable, is what I'm saying. <laughs> The mystery. Oh, okay. Oh, they're very cute chibis. No, they're very um, cute. But it is a drawing and not and not like, you know, what they actually look like. You're right. And usually when we talk about prices in yen, we say like a whole dollar. But this time it's like 29,800 yen, which is like 300 whole dollars. Yeah, that's like $276 in four United States dollars. Yeah, but then you got to ship it. Oh, absolutely! You got to ship it, and that's that's gonna be some money. Yeah. So anyway, I don't recommend anyone purchase those. But once again, Japan gets things. The news. <sighs> the news. <laughs> the news. Thank you for the actual news. Do 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 do. Yeah. I mean, like the news, I am I am low energy, and low of content. It's 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 the middle of summer. It's hot. Was sweaty, even though it's the drought. <laughs> We're here in the crag desert, <laughs> staring at the sky, just whispering, "Please, hell." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, we can do the well on the bright side, I suppose. As far as things to keep people, 
sustained goes. Uh, that crossover episode we did with Dr. Gamenstein's coming out in August. Fi- oh, finally. Hey. <laughs> hey, you know, we put out two episodes, they put out one, but hey, that's us being funny somewhere else yeah. and talking about Ace Attorney and to other people. We talk about Aviary Attorney, which is like the closest you're going to get to some Phoenix Wright action at this time. <laughs> which, like, other Phoenix Wright action points, which you were briefly telling me about, is uh, Yakuza. Would people like us to play Yakuza? That's true. I mean, it's it's this is our new segment, which is called "Can We Play Games That Are ba- Like Vaguely Tangential?" So we know that the dang the dang romps, Danganronpa, or however you're supposed oh. to say it, the dang romps the, the is, dangan- is supposedly similar. We tried to watch that anime, but but the game is probably better. Um. Aviary Attorney, but also when I was looking for the news, I saw that Yakuza's got a spinoff game out called the Yakuza franchise, right? The spinoff is called Judgment, Yakuza Judgment. Um, and, and all of the reviewers seem to think that it's Yakuza Ace Attorney, because you play an ex-attorney who's a cop now, and he's tracing down a serial killer, and there's points where you have to, like, investigate a crime scene, and, and, uh, supposedly according to these reviews they don't make that shit easy you gotta be paying attention they don't spoon feed you nothing oh so it's not like ace attorney at all it's like old ace attorney it's like old ace attorney um and so and since everyone loves old ace attorney enough for them to re-release it 17 times like they've even got a picture in this news article that i was reading on the gamer.com of the the you know the the pretty J-pop star main character going objection and pointing. So you know, th- th- they know. Th- it sounds like maybe we should we could dip our toe into the Yakuza franchise if we feel like it. Now I am definitely not against this Yakuza. We all know my love for the Kotaki family <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah, what's what's going to stop me from going to go and hang out with suit wearing Yakuza's because? You know what? It's a good time. I feel like it's a good time. From all the gifts I've seen of any of the Yakuza games, they're very specific. <laughs> they're very, very, very Japanese, because sp- I watched Tony play quite a bit of one of them, and uh, and it's very, uh, it's very Japanese. So it can't translate well. <laughs> Something we're familiar with. Um, yeah, if, you know, if people are thirsty enough for content... We could probably try to take a stab at this Yakuza murder mystery game. Yeah. Um, I'm reading it. It says things like, you know, there's dialogue where you have to present evidence and stuff. There's also going to be a lot of parts like from Yakuza. Because Yakuza is mostly like a wander around and fight people game um, with side quests. From what I could tell. I think from Yakuza 0, Mm -hmm. which is what we played a lot of. So it seems like a good mesh. It seems like a, it's going to be like half wandering around doing very specifically Japanese side quests and then half doing Ace Attorney type shit. Uh, yeah. Which like, you know what? Hey, if I'm not going to play the, if I'm not going to play, if I'm not going to get a new Ace Attorney game, cause I can only play the first three games. Yeah. I mean, at this point, welcome to our new segment. What else can we do to keep this podcast alive? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll I'll do something else. Now, James also had a suggestion, so I think we can keep 
like, I think our audience needs to step up and actually tell us what they want from us because we've gotten some really nice emails lately, like Shadow Maestro and Jams. And, you know, I hear from GP every now and then. Don't die, my son. I love you. Sometimes email Rachel comes back to life and tells us she's alive. Yeah, like, and I love and care about all of you. And I hear from you guys saying, like, you love and care about us and we're, like, goofy and there for you at times like and i i appreciate you guys appreciating us and i would like to keep this going jam suggested that we do a lowdown of ghost trick since we talk about it all the time and it's shutakumi that would be pretty fun but we'd have to replay ghost trick i think because it's been a while it's been a while but i think ghost trick is fun and short enough for us to to manage that oh yes i was just thinking that it's no longer supported on phones and i don't know if i have the the cartridge cartridge. (laughs) but i can look i'll find it if i do yeah how many yen is ghost trick (laughs) but no ghost trick is is was a great time and remained a great time so i would love to do a lowdown on that yeah if you guys are interested in a lowdown if you guys actually want us to play yakuza or any other sort of like Ace Attorney adjacent games. Now, we also have gotten told we should definitely play the games we're never going to get here in the U.S. Yeah, approximately 8,000 times we've been told to play those, so we should probably do that. We should do that. Jams has even offered to help us set that up and do it ourselves, like, to get us us going. So, (laughs) hey, Jams, I'm pretty (laughs) illiterate, so uh, probably going to take you up on that. Yes, thank you. We do appreciate that. And I'm I'm sure we can utilize that resource or I could we have other resources also. It's true. If um, we just get off our lazy butts and do it. Which you know what, sometimes you know what? Hey, we're carrying you know, we gotta be the camel that's carrying the ace attorney through the desert and we've been doing a <laughs> shitty job. And by the camel s- and by the camel you mean the camel that's riding on top of court records, a real camel. <laughs> <laughs> we're like the blanket between the fan Wait, yeah. and the camel that's what court records is the camel and we're the colorful blanket on top of the camel <laughs> that the camel doesn't even register as existing <laughs> yeah and you know what i think we need to be like shaken off you know like maybe put through the wash because we smell a little funny and maybe we need to add some support to this camel and the passengers but to to just drag this metaphor to death, <laughs> please. Uh, oh, yes, we do please. need to know what you, the camel riders, would like to, <laughs> to see from us. God. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well. So. So. Since Jams has sent us an email, what else has Jams said? Uh, let's see. Nope. I clicked things bad. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Jams has some thoughts on the anime, which the anime's oh, done. Oh, do tell. And Jams went and did watch The Train Case. Uh, And not much else. (laughs) (laughs) So Jams honestly found our recaps to be way more entertaining. And from what it looks at the anime, it just looks to be a straight telling of the originals. Which more or less is what it is. Yeah. Um, Whilst there's nothing wrong in that direction, it kind of brings in the question, who is the anime for? A fantastic question. God, that's real. Non-fans That's... probably won't stick with the anime because of the poor animation, whereas longtime fans get more enjoyment out of the games. Yeah, and I know also longtime fans like like Cameron, um, who I've talked to at length about it, who won't watch the anime because of the poor animation. Yeah. It's bad. It's terrible. 
I don't know who the anime is for. That's why I desperately want to get someone who's not a fan to watch it, just to see, like, if it translates. Oddly enough, Aaron keeps asking when we're going to watch it, so maybe he, he did enjoy what he watched. I'm not sure. I guess maybe I'll just have to sit down with him, not talk, and then record his thoughts. We'll yeah. see what happens. I think that might be what it has to be. But also, Aaron's taste is is uh, questionable. Yes, he's dating me. We all know this. That's not why. <laughs> That's not why, and you know it. But we'll find out. I, I will, I will. you know, we'll try. We keep asking everyone, but I think most people jumped ship. So James goes on to say, I think the anime... The best way to do an anime would be a set of original cases instead or stories in the Ace Attorney world. The anime is a good way to tell stories that wouldn't necessarily fit into the Ace Attorney formula of someone gets murdered, let's solve the case. It could be used to flesh out details and characters that aren't fully explored in the game. Like maybe we can get an episode about Clay and Apollo as kids so we can see the relationship that gets explored and gets to know him before he dies. Or we could get episodes showing what happened to characters like Gumshoe and Kay and the rest of the Investigations gang post uh, time skip instead of shoehorning them into all the games where the cast is very bloated. Yeah, and I think that would be really good. Or, I mean, like, we all know that, like, Edgeworth is your golden child, right? Mm -hmm. So why don't you just give Edgeworth a season so we can see what Edgeworth was up to during the, the time, like, during the the prosecutor of Miles Edgeworth chooses death portion of his life, like, during the time skip, the seven-year time skip. Like, if you just... Listen, I know you just want it to be about Edgeworth. We all know you just want it to be about Edgeworth. Do it, then, for the love of God. Yeah, just do that. You know what? Like I said, as much as pancakes may be uncomfortable, at least we got info on Miles. You know, we had... We got hangout time with Miles, and we got to see him, like, do lawyer shit as a child. Fine. Yeah, and I mean, since most of the filler episodes were Miles-focused, just do that. That's what you want to do. And, like, you know, like, I, I personally would love to have an episode about what Kay's up to, or what Kay was up to before she ran into Miles. Like, that would be a fantastic time. Yeah, and we would get to see, like, her dad and Callie SOU and, and Bad, like, be in action, and that would be cool. Trying to think of like other things that would be poignant, like like oh yeah, that would be a good use of screen time. Well, the only thing, the only problem with this is that like uh, if they do this, they certainly will not be like they would be more like vignettes, and it mm -hmm. would certainly not appeal to anyone who is not an Ace Attorney fan any longer. And that's like hard to sell. Like I mean, like from a money perspective, from the perspective of showrunners, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like it's hard to sell like this yeah. niche. You know, to sell the yeah, niche vignettes of a murder investigation show, or yeah. just give me a really long, give me a really long. We don't have to sit in this time. You know, like law TV shows exist, right? Yeah. You know, like they they can they spend either one episode or many episodes solving a case. What was that Netflix show we watched? The uh, Japanese uh, one, Beauty with, and the Beast. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> that one's a trade wreck. Thanks, CW. Uh, no, it was a Japanese one about, like, the million dollar... Oh, million yen women. Million, million yen women. That's, like, a, what, like a six-episode self-contained story? Yeah, and it ruled. And it ruled. So, like, the premise of that is, like, all these women are in this house, and one guy, and they're all, like, trying to figure out, like, what was the, what was the well, actual reason they there? They've all been invited to live in the house and pay one million yen a month in rent. 
and and then like it turns out like some of them start dying like and you have to figure out why and how and it was a totally self-contained wonderful murder mystery because you know it gave you enough suspense it was just like a well-formulated show yeah ace attorney could do something like that and i think that would sell okay which is you have the long drawn out like we know the Godot case, the final case of the third game, is a good case. That case had like five episodes. It had mm-hmm. a lot of lead up to it. And I think if they had done that as an organic story, instead of like, we have to fit the cases into the episode formats, it would have worked better. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, that's where it would thrive. And there's enough stuff like the the manga that the official manga that we are not necessarily fans of, but there's story fodder in there. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's enough stuff that they could come up with things, stories that would translate well to anime and less well to games. And we know that they're sitting on that because they keep kind of trying to put them in the games and then pulling back at the last minute. And I like, at this you know, like, they're stuck in their rut of, like, we know what sells and it's Phoenix. But is it selling anymore? Is it, like, are the numbers returning? Like, is it profitable to keep doing this to us? That's a great question, and I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I <clears throat> couldn't tell you. Um, Jams went on to say about this topic, at least, like... The what like Jams liked what they did with the train the train case in a couple episodes, but would just like to have more of that. But Jams also acknowledges like they probably won't do an Apollo Justice or Investigations anime because they're not as popular as the trilogy. They don't have Phoenix, and original stories are the way to go with an anime if it continues beyond where it is now. I don't think we're getting another season. That being I, said, yeah, I mean that being said, I don't think we're getting another season. But I do think that Investigations would translate better to an anime than it would to the game because part of the problem with investigations was that they removed the court part which was the Mm -hmm. everybody's favorite part you know and the the walking around bit would be more fun in the anime you know it would yeah i would have to control dumb miles hitting the wall (laughs) and not going around the corner (laughs) yeah and and things like um when the first came when the Jacques Sportsman case where there's a murder in Edgeworth's office and you basically don't go anywhere but his office, that is like a TV format. Like a locked room episode is a TV format. And yeah, that would work out very well. Like I don't see why, like I do, I do know why, but like there is no reason that that, Miles Edwards, your golden boy, lock him in a room with Jacques Sportsman for a whole episode. It would work out great. I promise. (laughs) And if you're really desperate to have Phoenix around, like, have Phoenix around between cases. You know, have Phoenix and Edgeworth, like, go have coffee and talk about the cases, you know? Yeah, like, there's ways to insert Phoenix into it, you know? Mm -hmm. Make them, like, talking at Trucy's magic show, you know, like... Or, yeah, or certainly, like, have whenever Edgeworth is like, what would he do, italics, you could have a flashback or something. Like, you could have Phoenix saying motivational shit in the sky or whatever. <laughs> I don't want Phoenix in the sky. Why not? Just, like, just like as a life choice. <laughs> put that, put, put, it, put his feet back on the ground. Sure, the time, but okay. The only time he flew was when he fell off a bridge. <laughs> That kid, that kid can't stay on the ground. He keeps jumping off things. <laughs> or flinging himself into the air. Mm-hmm. Getting hit by cars and whatnot. Yeah. 
I will agree, I don't think Apollo Justice would translate at all into an anime. Not the way it is now. Like, they would have to heavily do things to it, and that's not what they're into with this anime. No, and, like, already, like, the fans' reception of Apollo Justice was weak. Um, Apollo himself as a character is, is... He's not the main character, you know? Like, he's just a vessel, like we've talked about. So, like, it's just not... It just wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I'm, like, pretty sure we're not getting any more anime. Yeah, One, probably not. It's not been confirmed. Two, they would have to do Apollo Justice next or Investigations, and that's just not happening. Because they can't just squid. They can't jump over to Dual Destiny. You know what? They probably <laughs> could jump over to Dual Destinies. If they, they sure really- could. They would-, they would just, like, brush, like, this is my new assistant, Apollo. Yep, they could skip right to it if they and wanted. this is my other new assistant, Athena. <laughs> like, mm. they would. It would be not great. It would be forced, but they could do it. Yeah. Spirit of Justice would come, though, and bite them in the ass. Like, they'd have to do some heavy <laughs> flashback cases of Apollo Justice. Yeah. That and also, like, they would have to do some sort of flashback about Phoenix being like, Stuff went bad for seven years and I got a daughter and lost my badge. But I'm back now and here are my assistants, you know? Yeah, like, it would be bad. And then, like, we'd have to have, like, a little, like, a side of, like, Apollo and Clavier Gavin know each other. But that's yeah. really it. <laughs> you could even cut Clavier out if you're just doing dual destinies. Well, I was thinking of Themis. Yeah, no, Clavier's not necessary. Uh, it's true. That's fan service could, when he shows up. You could up. straight cut him out of that case. But that they wouldn't have a shitty German accent, and I feel like they live for that. Well, and, uh, you know, a bishy boy to have around. Yeah. <laughs> to, to kick in the head every once in a while for getting happy. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know. Um, Any other thoughts on the anime? I don't have any in here. No, I mean, I don't think... Nothing that we haven't beaten to death. <laughs> Much like everything else. Much like anything. Everything and anything else. Uh, so the next talking point we had was about Investigations 2, which... Uh, let's see. Just that there's a lot... There's a lot of good bits. There's a lot of good... There's a lot of good sauce in Investigations 2. In terms of, like, characterization. Um, it's a longer game. Uh, but there's loads to talk about, so so I feel like the cases are being built strongly for why we should play Investigations 2. Yeah, and I mean, like, when we do get to Investigations 2, we will probably do it much like we've done the other games, which is case by case. Yes, and I think we'll have to, like, you know, it's going to be heavy spoil. It's going to be nothing but spoilers, and it's going to be hard for us to filter that out. But I am excited about Dadworth, Gregory. Because uh, we get to learn about him more than just him being, like, exalted as the the perfect defense attorney. Yeah, because we know he was, he was a person, and he was the papa, and the papa let, you know, like, he just, like, I don't know. We only know what we know of him from the anime, so it, it would be good to know about about his characterization. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it would be hard for us to filter that out from normal episodes for people who don't want spoilers on those characters. But I think we could manage if we try. I think we could do it. We'll put, we would put, we would do spoiler warnings thoroughly, I think, but, and put it in the titles or something. Yeah, for the episodes that we would definitely tell spoil about the cases, but post post that like discussion, it would be in our vernacular. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yes, that's true. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we'll think about it. I mean, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, all right. So moving on, though, to uh, as Jams titled it, Athena's time to shine. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so. James has said this in a few other emails, and whether we've talked about it or I've skipped over it, which, sorry, I do that sometimes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Phoenix's characterization in Dual Destinies, and especially in Spear of Justice, is weird. He went from, you know, we've talked about we've talked about how he went from Phoenix to enigmatic to clueless idiot who only cares about Maya, like, more than his own daughter. And it's, obviously, it's like this. It's supposed to bring the game back to the status quo of the original trilogy, which we've talked to death about. Dual right. Destinies is pretty much a soft reboot of the series. It's technically a sequel to Apollo Justice, but really it's only a sequel in time, in timeline. Yeah. It carries over none of the plot, none of the threads, the tones, ditches most of the game cast. And James wants to say that they don't dislike uh, Dual Destinies or Spirit of Justice, but they're certainly completely distinct from the games that preceded. Uh James thinks that having Phoenix take a backseat in the next game would definitely stop the games from feeling so stagnant. That's There's very little they could do with Phoenix at this point. His development was finished in Trials and Tribulations, and when they tried to do something with, different with Hobo Nick, they didn't follow through on it. Um, let's see. I'd love for AA7 to be Athena's game. Apollo's out of the country. Phoenix is taking a break to spend time with his husband. It's Athena's time to shine. Athena deserves better than only having one case per game, especially if that one case is most blatant filler in any Ace Attorney game. I think noodles are very important. Blackwell thinks noodles are very important. But I agree <laughs> with you, Jabs. That is a filler McFiller case, if I've ever seen one. I agree also. Um, I did like that case, though. It just had nothing to do with the game. <laughs> yeah. And and I would like to have an Athena game as much as I would like to have an you know any other like have the focus be on anybody but Phoenix. Uh, yeah. But I I agree though is like Phoenix they could have done cool stuff with him, but it would not have been further development. Like with Hobo, it would have been like how bad can we fuck up Phoenix and then get him back to functionality, right? And they, you're right that they didn't follow through on that. They just were like, undo, 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 undo. Um, Apollo, that they, <laughs> Apollo, they fucked him up so much that they can't make him a main character again. Like, they no. just can't. So yeah, Athena game sounds great to me. Yeah, and then Jam's, uh... Damps wants to just have Blackwell as an assistant, or maybe Trucy as her assistant. They explore their dynamic. The the mood matrix should get an upgrade, so it's more than just the glorified Simon says. And Athena has a lot of potential as protagonist, but hasn't had a chance to use much of it yet. Oh, and give her a redesign. Please wear some sensible clothes. Okay, yes. Yes. For sure we want redesign. But also, so like the way that they can do Phoenix, because they can't get it, they can't not do Phoenix... But what they should do is they should be treating Phoenix like they treated Mia. Oh, yeah. 
and not hey. like channeling him. He cannot be dead or whatever. But we had a character who was a mentor figure who only came in when it was necessary and was not too involved, but was an integral part of the game. And that was Mia Fey. Hey, why don't we just do that to Phoenix? Yeah, wait, how? Like Ace Attorney, you you knew how to not fuck this up. You did it. You didn't fuck it up. You had Mia Fey. Yeah, but she had boobs, so I guess maybe that was why. I don't know. Like, like I, maybe it was because the context of the reason was we can only borrow her spirit for a while because she's being channeled. Like, they gave themselves enough of a, like, structure that they couldn't keep Mia around all the time, where every time we've had Nick on, like, the side, he's there the entire time. And he's yeah. mostly being like, hmm, think harder. <laughs> yeah and i mean like that's kind of i they would have to think of a reason why nick is not having his hands elbow deep in this case but that could be something as simple as the firm's doing really good i have my own cases you athena have been wanting to be uh more taken seriously and all that so this is now this is your case you know Mm-hmm. Like, it would be something simple like that. I I think, though, what I would want, which is going to be rude to Athena, is I just want a new character. Let's just start over. <laughs> Give her, Like, Athena's got her mood matrix, Paul's got his bracelet, Phoenix had Highlander and Magatama powers. So just give me someone new. Give them their own power. Hopefully it's not either stupid or broken, you know, and I'm not sure what that power would be, but, you know, whatever the game gimmick ends up being. And let's just start over. Well, let's that's kind of whether that whether that new person would be the the new main character or they would be Athena's new sidekick. Um, that's fine, because I think that that I think ba- Blackwell has too much baggage to be a sidekick. And I, I think that Trucy is got other shit to do like i mean we've i love trucy to death but we've you know we've had trucy and and i'm okay letting her go so i think that yeah i think give us a new person new sidekick yeah i think a new sidekick if like athena has the responsibility of taking care of someone and as long as athena's not being like my sidekick's so cute like if as long as she's not doing that like if having the responsibility of a sidekick basically an assistant that's helping makes her more responsible, I'm all for it. Yeah. And I think that would probably help. And the other problem we've had a lot, which Jams brings up, is lowering the stakes. So, in Jams's opinion, the favorite, best case, single best case in his attorney is 2-4 Farewell My Turnabout. Which is the last game of case two, of game two. Right? I mean, I, I, it is up there, but I mean, personally, I think that the last case of three is better, but yeah. that's because they spent so much time working towards that. But yeah, I mean, if, if we, and I think we've talked about this before, which is that the last case of two is in and of itself, self-encompassing one of the best cases as far as tension and, and, uh, and uh, reward goes yeah and so you spent the like because you spend the last two games growing attached to maya you use her company her quips etc once she's kidnapped you have to get an innocent verdict in order to save her on a client who's very much guilty while stalia and manfred become more evil uh so matt and matt on guard and matt on guard is so despicable like 
So Mad on Guard is like a piece of shit. Right. And so Francie gets shot. Edgeworth returns all along with unresolved tension from his fake death. Because that happened. Like, we Mm -hmm. can't forget that that happened, and that's very real. It's a case which forces Phoenix to grow and deal with consequences, to deal with pressure, and figure out whether whether he would compromise his morals and let criminals go free. Yeah. So this is a case that, like, you feel the stakes. They're genuinely... You feel like Maya could die at any time. Yeah. And you do get the... And there is a bad ending. Yeah, and Madame Guard's heel turn is one of the most well-done things in the series. Straight up. Yeah. Even and though so- it's a little campy that he's got a giant snifter full of brandy. But still, like, I mean, the 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 extent to which you don't see that coming is significant. Oh, yeah. Did not see him being that kind of fuckboy. Mm-hmm. At all. Like, that... That was one of the, I think, I would say, like, I would say that's one of the bigger twists for me, only because I knew from before. You knew about Godot. I knew about Godot before I even picked up the game. Right. So, like, that one probably is still the biggest twist in, like, Ace, like in Ace Attorney. But, like, Mad on Guard's really a close second, I would feel. And you get great, like, Ace Attorney's still great characters like Shelley the Killer. You get a murderer who's also, like, one of the most balling characters in the series. Yeah. And he is a murderer. Like, no question. Yeah, yeah. And, and you also away. get Edgeworth putting an entire bear in his pocket. So. <laughs> one of the, yeah, one of the best uh, moments in Ace Attorney. Oh, wait, that might not. No, that was that case. Yeah, that yeah, was that yeah, case. Yeah, that was that case. <laughs> Puts the big bear in his pocket. So, uh, let's, when Shu Takumi left the main series to work on other projects like Ghost Trick and DGS, it was picked up by new writers, and these writers didn't really get that it was huge personal stakes that made us love these cases, not just, like, huge stakes in general. So Investigations is about taking down the ambassador between countries and an international smuggling ring, and Investigations is similarly as grand. Um, by far the worst offender is Spirit of Justice, where Phoenix literally gets the death penalty every single case. And important personal stakes like Trucy getting arrested and Maya being kidnapped again are basically seen as regular occurrences. Uh, one thing I condemned about Dual Destinies is that it did personal stakes pretty, pretty well. Whilst it did gloss over Trucy being kidnapped, it placed a lot of importance on Athena and Blackwell. The stakes were, let's prove the wrongly accused man innocent before he gets the death penalty, and let's save the entire kingdom from a vengeful queen and stop ourselves from being shot in this courtroom. It was, now, I I would say that the stakes for, for Athena and Blackwell were Blackwell's favorite soba shop gets closed down. <laughs> no, no, dual destinies. Oh, okay, sorry. Those well. stakes. <laughs> now, yes, yeah, Spirit of Justice gives us the stakes of my favorite soba shop is going to be shut down. Whereas in Dual Destinies, the the f- f- Simon being like, I have to take the death penalty because I can't let you think you killed your mom. Yeah. I can't. I have to die for you to protect you. And she's like, you didn't kill my mom and I have to save you. Mm-hmm. Like, these are real personable stakes. Yeah, and I like that. Like, I think that was good. It was one of the few good things that, like, really, like, were, like, choiced core ace attorney things in dual destinies and like Thena having trauma was one of the best things that dual destinies also did because they didn't like they didn't you know they didn't make athena perfect yeah like she had issues dual destinies didn't do a lot of things right i think but i think it's not as bad as spirit of justice in terms of its 
yeah. storytelling. Well, I mean, like, Dual Destiny certainly had flaws. Like, I think it was still very good. I think we both left that game enjoying it. Yes. I felt like I played an Ace Attorney game. Yeah. Spirit of Justice, I don't know what I felt when I finished that game. <laughs> Except anger, I think. Or... Not anger. And not resentment. No. And I, I don't know what the word is for what I felt, but it was... D- disappointment? Maybe it was, like, dissatisfaction. It's just the basic... But regardless, I do like the way that James is, like, putting this, like... Like, hey, like, our stakes were a person saving a person and that other person trying to, like, you know, back and forth in Dual Destinies. Those were people stakes where we get to spirit of justice and we're trying to stop a vengeful queen and not get shot of this courtroom becomes yeah. so fantastical. Right. Yeah. Gra- whether it's grounded or not. Yeah. Um, and so James wants to say, granted, I might be a little bit harsh on SOJ because it does some things well, particularly the realization of Dirk's death. The pure despair Apollo feels when he slams his head down the desk is genuinely one of the best character moments in the series. The problem is there's so much crap surrounding the case that this moment gets buried beneath heaps and heaps of other high stakes. Yeah, and I mean, we're, I get that. We're certainly harsh on Spirit of Justice also here. We are. (laughs) And I know a lot of people liked it. Like, I mean, no, absolutely no shame for the people out there who did love Spirit of Justice. There is a lot to love there. It's just, also has problems, you know. Yeah, and I think, like, I do like the reveal of Dirk's death, and it was hard. It was like a hard pill to swallow for the characters, but I do think, James Wright, it did get brushed under the rug because we had to keep moving on. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't get to live in that moment very well, but I do always like that moment of utter despair in Ace Attorney games. When Phoenix puts his head in his hands, that's always a hard time. Yeah. You know, when Athena's vision blacks out, that's a hard time. Apollo slamming his head on the desk because his other dad is dead? That's a hard time. Yep. And I think at least Ace Attorney like, still makes me feel real deep in these moments. Yeah, and, I, and, you know, countless times it's happened to Maya, too. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> Maya's not okay. No. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? What else we got here? Uh... So, James' takeaway from this is if they cut back the stakes to personal, meaningful ones, it's difficult to do after six games, but threatening to kill off the main character in a full game is obviously not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Which is true. Phoenix is in a court ha- in a courtroom with guns pointed at him. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how he's going to get out of this, but I know he will. Right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's all he's got. James has got here on uh, Spirit of Justice. All good stuff. Good stuff, Jams. Um, which actually, Chad Maestro asked us, um, as aficionados, uh, what was our, or to, like, you know, uh, what were our biggest problems with Spirit of Justice? Our biggest one? Yeah, our biggest problems with Spirit of Justice. It can be anything from character to annoying gameplay to a piece of logic, whatever. Anything that bothers you. Or is bad about the game? Oh, it's hard to... It's hard to generalize. Yeah. What the problem was. I mean, one of your least favorite things, which is kind of small, was just how they gave up on the names. 
<laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, even if I have a game where they give up on the names, like, I think it, that's not... If I if I go in and I think of, like, what's one thing I could fix about Spirit of Justice that would have the most impact, um, that's not it. <laughs> uh, I think one thing that they could probably fix about Spirit of Justice that would have an impact on me personally is they take out that picture of Dirk and Apollo <laughs> holding each other wet in a cave. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's also not what I would choose. <laughs> um, I guess there's I, two. I got kind of two. And I guess, like, one is from a storytelling perspective and one is from a fan perspective and like what we've talked about about having grounded stakes having like emotionally invested stakes and ground that are realistic and feel real i.e like the end of justice for all where uh the stakes are that your friend's been kidnapped but also that you may have to compromise your morals in order to decide what the best result is like whether the best result is justice or whether the best result is keeping people alive that's some real ass stakes that's some juicy stakes whereas <laughs> like having the the fantastical unbelievable stakes um where it's like you know you're s surrounded by men with guns and a woman with six inch nails is gonna just, just like murder you like the you know it's the difference between a Law and Order episode and a Die Hard movie. Yes. And very much so. We're a Law and Order episode, so we want them Law and Order stakes. We don't want them Die Hard stakes. So from from a storytelling perspective, like having it be truly and like I mean we've beaten this horse to death in this episode alone, but that's what I would do from that perspective. From a fan perspective from, you know, uh, uh, I've had this podcast for X number of years and I've played this series since I was in high school and now I'm an adult perspective. I feel really disrespected by how they treated the history of the characters and the history of the franchise. Like, I feel, like, personally, like I've wasted my time learning things and remembering <laughs> things because they've all been shoved under the rug and are meaningless. You know what I mean? Like, it's like from, yeah, so from that perspective, like the, all of the retcon and we get so mad about the retcon and I'm sure people are like, you're just nerds who are too obsessed about a series that doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, you're right. But also I feel, and this is, this is also why I'm tired of Marvel movies right now. <laughs> is uh -huh. I'm disrespected. You're not respecting me or my time or my obsessive compulsiveness because you're taking everything that I've spent my time devoted to and you're saying it doesn't matter. We've changed the rules. We've changed everything. Ignore all of that. And that yeah. bothers me. No, yeah. I think that is that is the passionate way of saying, like, my honest answer, though, would be, you can't retcon all everything, my dudes. <laughs> you can retcon a little bit. You can grow on the mythology of Karine. You can't make a whole country and tell me about the mother and tell me about like no, yeah. my dudes. Don't yeah, like don't disrespect me and my time taking to learn this 
Grow on what you've given me. Don't stuff backstory into what you've given me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Maybe like, and that's you like. You should have made a new religion that branched off of Karine and now it's insane. Yeah. That would have solved a lot and of it's problems like, cause for the, me. That's the problem is like, it's either one, you've lied to me, or two, uh, you're telling me that everything has been pointless and doesn't matter. And it's like, well, it matters to me. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah. I so think I guess that's, like, <laughs> if you want to take one of those, Stephanie, and I'll take the other one. Those are our two things. <laughs> yeah. We'll take those two things, but also that picture of Dirk and Apollo. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. We'll give you that. That's three things. It's three things. See, the, the picture of Dirk and Apollo like, makes you so mad, but also the sushi platter makes me so mad. <laughs> I understand that sushi platter makes you mad, which makes me, which makes it funny to me for some reason. I don't know why that sushi platter made me so freaking mad, but it did. <laughs> it was stupid. And I was like, yeah. that's stupid. And I let it go. But it was you stupid. thought about the logistics well, of someone bringing a sushi platter. Because it was, it was, it was stupid and logistically inaccurate and bad. But also, that was the, he brings the sushi platter and Apollo's like, I don't want your sushi dead. And Trucy's like, I will take this yes. And he's like, mm, you should marry that girl. And I'm like, stop it, game. You know, and I know, and we know that that's not, no, bad. So it kind of just rubbed that Trucy Apollo, like, sisters, siblings thing in my face again, but with sushi. Stupid. So I guess it goes uh, back to the retcon thing. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, we got some lightning round questions, or we can just make them pe questions for people to actually answer us. Well, let's see what they are. Uh, let's see. Okay, so miscellaneous questions. Uh, which prosecutor is the smartest? Oh yeah, no, this is a knock this is some knockdown drag out. I think we should definitely have people discuss. Yeah. I don't even know if I want to read the rest of them. I want to start with number one Let's, here. Okay, number one, which and here's the homework for this this month. Which prosecutor is the smartest? I don't have stipulations here, except obviously it's gotta be a prosecutor. I mean the, I'd say the stipulation is not just IQ number, it is like actual smartness. I mean, if you want to argue, if you want to present to me an argument in which you think IQ number is the way, the way that you can prove that they're the smartest, by all means. Sure. Try. Yeah. But I mean, like, you can't just be like, well, we know Edgeworth is 137 or whatever. Like, fuck that. No. <laughs> Actual, you have to actually argue how they're smart. And I will accept other versions of smart than book smart. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I don't have an answer for this yet. Um, but I, I, that I, was the whole email from Jams. So yeah. I think we can call it an episode because Jams has carried us so far and strong. <laughs> Thank you. We also talked about other stuff like Yakuza. So, I mean, we, we did a little bit of work. And camels. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. Yakuza camels. Yakuza camels. What an episode title. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you guys to answer this homework question, please. It doesn't have to be long. It can be a short answer. Uh, you can send us that answer at object to this at sorry object to this podcast at gmail dot com, or you can send it to us on our Tumblr at object to this dot tumblr dot com in an ask or a message. Mop up recently has been watching the anime and has sent us uh, that meme where it says, "Was I supposed to read this myself, or or like was I supposed to find this out myself, or is somebody going to tell me?" Of who is going to tell me that Dusty's earrings were motorcycle wheels, or was I supposed to watch the anime and find that out myself? 
Mop up, you could have looked at official art. <laughs> it's okay. Though. Also, you weren't How playing you, know. you weren't paying attention to the game, but that's okay. It's okay. There's a lot to look at on Desi, so I don't blame you for not noticing that, but I do think I remember from the game that they were tires. But I was very happy that they did it in the anime because they looked great. They looked great. Uh, so uh those are really the two places you should try to get a hold of us. But you can listen to us at our new home at objectthis.podbean.com. Yeah. Or you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, and you can rate and review us there, and we would appreciate it greatly. Uh, the word cheesy angle still brings me uh, hate and disgust, so that's a great phrase just to put up on there if you want. Thank you to Dark Shadow Rage 2 off the YouTubes for our theme song, Hey Pal, a Detective Gumshoe remix. And this week, I didn't make garbage at the end. We get to thank Shout Out Maestro for the Von Karma music at the end. Quality stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, those are all the things. Okay, well, answer the question, What prosecutors? The, which prosecutor's the smartest? In the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. And that was Object to This, so why don't you object to that? I'm shaking my head. I'm walking the gates. This is why we can't have nice Yeah, because you break them, I have to take them away. This is why we can't